0: recently purchased from your uh, business on on the eBay uh, yep. uh, an object that and let me quote here uh, it's it's haunted it's a haunted
1: object uh which item would that be i've got literally an entire garage uh full of haunted items so uh which haunted item did you receive sir
0: uh, if you could just uh, list every single one of them right now, I'll tell you which one it is.
1: Uh, let's see. Let me get my book out here. I don't have them all off the top of my head. I can tell you I know a few of them we just got in. We got a, I don't think we sent out that haunted fingernail. I'll have to look that, that, that one up. What was a, uh, a Stand up piano.
0: Ooh, I'm a sit down piano guy? That was not
1: it. Uh, right. Uh, a workbench. This workbench uh, belonged to a man by the name of John Wayne Gacy. You ever heard of the guy?
0: Uh, all the benches that I have are lazy. Yeah, this guy's
1: a psychopath. You don't want this one. Uh, let's see, what else did we have here? We had a haunted violin. Uh, we had a haunted rocking chair. Uh, no. we, we had a haunted uh, laundry basket. No, no, no. A uh, haunted lawnmower. No, no, no. Uh, we had a haunted stuffed owl that wouldn't say who uh it said boo <laughs> get that one. <laughs> that's right. clever uh we had a haunted divic box
0: oh that's it uh, that's we it had, oh, uh, we go.
1: oh is that the but, one you okay yes, yes, so yes, uh, yes, what's the, the, uh, the issue what's the issue with the box
0: well, I got I got the box the other day. Just a couple, like the the shipping was phenomenal. I gave you high marks for that on the eBay return. I'll things. tell you
1: right now, this, if you if you don't believe me, you can go back to the page and look three lines under the listing. We say we take pride in how we ship our items.
0: And you should. The shipping was impeccable. I really enjoyed the shipping. Give
1: me one second. Hey, Carol. You did a great fucking job with the packaging again. Yeah, we're getting my high marks. Make sure you rate us number five.
0: Thank you. Yeah, she sounds lovely.
1: What's uh, uh, so? What's the issue with the box? Uh, too many demons bothering you now? No, not no. my problem, buddy. Listen, I no. said it's haunted, uh, and I also gave you a card there to call the Paranormal Institute should you have any problems.
0: Well, let me just let me just tell you about my my situation here. I am currently married to this woman who I'm fairly certain is the hellspawn of Satan himself. And we're trying to go through a terrible divorce. Yeah,
1: I'm sorry to hear that.
0: I'm not done. I'm not done. Please don't interrupt me. Uh, and uh, I am yeah, on man. my last leg. I mean, that yeah, I had a bum leg and she stole it.
1: No, don't put uh, that there. Move it over so I'm here. Hopping.
0: Are you listening to me? I, I, I heard
1: everything you said. You're married to a wonderful woman. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, that right, wonderful. Yeah, she's literally stealing my soul every day. And when she looks at me in bed, uh, I just I'm just dead. I'm just a dead, dead person. So I thought, hey, I'm gonna get on eBay, and I found your uh, Dibby Dab Gear Box. Yeah, the
1: the Dibbic box. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: and it's supposed to be really really haunted with the devils and the satans and the whatever.
1: Listen, I put on I put on there a disclaimer. You buy at your own risk. Uh, anything that comes at you man is not my problem, all right? You got kids talking no, to yes. you from TV. Uh, you got you got mon- monsters wish. in the closet. Uh, I wish. You know, you got little fingers crawling up from the from the drainage. That's not my problem, my friend.
0: Look, look I wrapped this thing up like a beautiful Christmas gift. And I give it to my wife in hopes that the things inside would haunt her until the day she hopefully died. And sadly, nothing has happened. She's as happy as I've ever seen her, and I am irate about this. This was, uh, you said it'd be haunted. There were no ghosts involved, sir.
1: I do believe, None. I do believe you said, I said you buy at your own risk. So if it was right. not haunted, you took the risk, my friend. But let me no, let me throw not, you uh, no. uh, let me throw you a scenario here, my friend. Have you opened that box since you've given it to her? Because what if the demon inside your wife that you knew as the hell spawn, the woman of your dreams?
0: Hey, don't you talk about my if, wife like that.
1: What if the creature's in the box now? You've got yourself a bona fide, one hundred percent haunted. Dibic box, and I'll tell you what, my friend, I'll take that off your hands. Fifteen bucks. No problem.
0: I will not sell it for this very reason right here. I paid $3,000 for that box.
1: Then you did not buy it from me, my friend, because we sell those for $80 here.
0: I bought it from you directly. You came to my house and dropped it off.
1: Oh, my God. I knew it. Did he say his name was Jimmy?
0: Well, no. What's your name?
1: My name is Sal.
0: Right, Sal. Yeah, Cousin Sal.
1: Cousin Sal's haunted things and such. Right. Yes, sir. I sold boxes at $80. I don't deliver them, my friend. I send them in the packaging. Are you you losing it there a little bit, buddy?
0: I've never had it to lose it in the first place. But my point is, you sent somebody from your office to deliver
1: no, this no, box. I
0: did. think
1: you've been duped by my arch nemesis from across town jimmy jimmy jam funny things and such
0: oh no not jimmy jam
1: yeah i'm tired of that did he have long hair or short hair
0: it was kind of in the middle
1: oh my god he must have gotten a haircut that guy i swear to god he's trying to ruin me he's trying to ruin so what's the problem here you have a haunted box you don't have a haunted box what's the matter here i
0: wanted a haunted box I paid three grand for a haunted box all so right. I could haunt my wife. Well, I'll tell you what. It.
1: Normally, I would buy haunted boxes for fifteen dollars, but since yours not haunted, I'll take it off your hand for ten bucks.
0: No, I can't. I can't do it. It's. Got, I gotta go for uh, at least three grand.
1: Okay. How about you do me this? You tell okay. me what's your address. All right. Tell me all your right. sleep schedule, and I'll make sure okay. to be over when you're awake, so that we can make this deal.
0: That sounds perfect. You sound very trusting, and I'm going to do this right now. Uh, Also, uh, if you run into the guy who's from Nigeria, he's supposed to give me a bunch of money.
1: Yes, Um, my cousin. You can give it to me when I see you. Where do you keep your money?
0: Oh, sweet. Yeah, I keep it underneath my pillow, so uh, just go into my bedroom when you get here.
1: Perfect, perfect. (laughs) All right. listen. I'm going to put you on hold for a second. Then I'm going to yeah. transfer you over to Carol. She's going to take all your information down.
0: Oh, I love uh, Carol. Is Carol single.
1: The number one thing you need to remember, you got to tell her exactly when you go to sleep and when you're awake so we know to be there when you're awake.
0: That makes perfect sense to me. All right. Hang yeah. on.
1: And that, my friend, is how you do a scene. Wow.
2: I, I watched <laughs> this in front of me.
3: Well, how else are you going to watch it? <laughs> <laughs> I watched this behind me.
1: Joke received. Fair enough. Speaking of Dybbuk boxes, welcome back to another week of Hardly Awesome. We are here with the old man, Phil Tinsley, also known Phil as Tinsley. Uh, Johnny Townsend. Welcome to the show, my friend.
3: Thank you. I tried to make every name that I made up somehow rhyme or sound similar. <laughs> so... I knew it was Phil, right? I kept changing it because ah. I couldn't remember
1: what I said. Because the second you said Phil at the beginning, I'm like, I'm going to remember this because in my head he's going to look like Phil Donahue. But then he just got older and older. As the All my characters in
3: my head look like on. Phil Donahue. <laughs> no <laughs> matter who I, they I are. I don't know who Phil
1: Donahue is.
3: <laughs> get out. Get out of my room.
1: <laughs> Close the door on the way out. <laughs> How you doing, dude? Since we last talked to you uh, uh, on this show, it's been a while, right?
3: I think the last time we ha- we
1: remembered to bring you on, the time before that, we forgot <laughs> yeah. you.
3: Yeah, it's been a stain for sure. <laughs> yes, it's been a long time. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. I don't know what's happened. This is—I don't think I've been on the brand new show since the, you changed the format. The
1: the uh, new and improved, or some would say, the worst show in the World, world. It's, world, it's hardly world. awesome.
3: Depending on who you talk to,
1: we call it (laughs) Harley Awesome for a reason, dude. We're not trying to live up to any fake or, uh, you know, misgiving. We're we're definitely Harley Awesome.
3: Well, I'm constantly trying to live up to uh, made up things in my head. So perfect. This is this is perfect for all of us. How you been? So how you been, man? uh, I've I've been good. This sounds like things we could ask each other in text messages.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was trying to get to know you. I'm sorry. <laughs> you t- you know me already.
1: But, <laughs> I'm just gonna let it crash and but, burn. This is great. I'm but just but
2: over here listen- Popcorn. But someone watching this or listening to this doesn't know
3: you. Well, that's that's not my problem, is it? <laughs> they can go find me on other shows on this very network. History Creeps. What? what are, uh, that's a great show. Oh,
2: Where you talk about uh, history,
3: right? Yes, that's why it's called that. Do you do another show? Uh, I do. It's called Retro Bliss. It's about video games. About being blissful. Uh, about being happy playing old video games. Oh,
2: do you do another show?
3: Uh, I, I do one. It's called uh, Anthony's Mother.
1: <laughs> Man, I do that show too.
3: <laughs> it's a great show, right?
1: I have to schedule specific was, nights because I know I know that that that. <laughs> It's a pretty busy
3: week. Yeah, the only issue with it is that it lasts all night long.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let me ask you something. Speaking of lasting all night long, did you see that uh, Bill Cosby's star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame was vandalized again?
3: Well, it kind of makes sense, right? He's not.
1: Somebody he's... wrote with uh, Sharpie across it, serial rapist.
3: He technically is, right? Yeah. <laughs> for sure Isn't that weird what Isn't is that it? weird <laughs> <laughs> you know how weird that is think about this anthony probably doesn't know this because this is, was before his time
2: bill cobb that's the old guy from that show family Matters. He wasn't an old guy
3: though yes and family
1: no. matters of course yes yes uh, that sounds
3: somehow racist but uh <laughs> no he was on he had his own show the bill cosby show yeah i loved that show as a kid
1: I watched before it before that what did what do you remember before the cosby show his stand-up comedy. What about Fat Albert? Did you watch that cartoon yes. as a kid? Yes. Did you watch? Yep. Um, what was the show that he used to do? And he, it, you, he, there was a. It was like a learning show, and he had a pen that when he wrote on the board, it made this weird like noise. Do you know what I mean? Like his magic pen.
3: I think I know what you're talking about. It sounds familiar, but I don't I picture don't know pages. The name of
1: it. Picture pages.
3: Yes. Yes.
1: So, do you remember picture pages?
3: I do. Oh yes. Oh my god! So see, these I are- was. I was a giant Cosby fan. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So the fact is, this guy who was known for wearing sweaters and having the number one show ever for the the longest time. On this
1: show, he becomes this, for the Cosby show, he is the father of the the family. And it was an upper to middle class uh, African-American family. And uh, it was totally different than what you'd seen on TV at the time. You didn't really see that kind of thing. Uh, And it was funny, but there was a lot of heart and there was a lot of like you could see that he cared about his kids but there was an honesty to to the the comedy in the show in terms of like he'll say you're a jerk you're an idiot kind of a thing like what like you're stupid like literally you're stupid to the kid because you think like and that's the comedy part of it anyone who's ever been a parent or an adult when they're watching this show and they see these kids acting out like they know everything and the father looks at him and goes you are such an idiot you know what i mean people laugh yeah. because it's true but it was always wholesome. It was always like he was loving family, a loving father, a loving husband. Uh, on the show, he was a gynecologist, right? I don't. Doctor. know he was a doctor. He, he was, was always, a doctor of Like some he delivered sure. babies and shit. Like he yeah. was. He was like that kind of a doctor. Uh, so. This is the image. This is the image everybody had of, of him. Even his stand up comedy was very much about his family, his his kids growing up, when he grew up, you know, the, his friends and his family, his brothers. Uh, really? So yeah, it's all very much. Yes. When this all comes out, you're just like, wait, yeah, most what? of his
3: most of his stand up comedy was PG thirteen at most. Yeah, really? Did you ever hear? Uh, yeah. Did you ever hear the one
1: with the Noah's Ark one?
3: I've honestly listened to them all. Or like so not, Noah. Not,
1: Noah's yeah. like walking around one day, and all of a sudden he's like, "Hey, Noah!" And he starts looking around. He's like, "What the hell is that noise?" Kind of a thing, right? He says, "Noah, yes." He goes, "This is the Lord." He's like, "Yeah, right." He's like, "Come on, Bill, come out from behind that that tree over there." He's like, the whole time he's like. It's gonna rain for forty days and forty nights. Come on, man! But the way he tells it, dude, it's it is hilarious funny. and it's super yes. clean. It's like really? there's no cursing in it. It's very almost G-rated,
3: right? Yeah, I think every once in a while he'd drop a cuss word. I don't ever remember hearing maybe like F "damn," word maybe like, like "damn" yeah. or "hell." Yes, right. Never yes.
1: "shit." Never, never.
3: Like one of the one of the jokes I remember very well is that he said the joke was that he thought for the longest time he and his brothers that they're that one of those names oh, was, yeah. Dan- was damn it. And one of them was Jesus Christ. Yeah. Because that's the only thing his dad would ever yell when he was yelling at them.
0: Damn it. Like, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Get over
3: here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so that's the image I haven't had of this guy. Yeah. And then if you really think about it, that's what uh, he's, a, he's a, I mean, it's honestly what he's a serial rapist. He is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What he did was definitely that. And, he might be one of the worst
3: in our it's history. You so,
1: know that, right? It's so weird to think of. It's like thinking if I think for you, Anthony. Imagine I, if it came I didn't out. Have imagine that. if it came out that the Green Ranger was just raping <laughs> women all the time while yeah. he's on these comic book tours, oh, just horrible. raping all the volunteers. Imagine that's if so that horrible. came out. But imagine if that came out and it was real. Yo, that's and legit. Yeah. Yo, Power Ranger. Power Rangers have actually. There
2: is one that is fa- notoriously famous for a murder. How about Corey, uh,
1: from Boy Meets World? If don't you found fuck out, with but me. I'm like saying that. no. For real. So. Yeah. Okay, okay. What if
2: I'm on this case? team
1: too. Do not, do, don't. I don't no, want to joke
3: about don't that. What about his images. parents?
1: What if like one of his don't, parents? Don't. Came no. Up I I they were no. I wanted his know. Stop. No. Me. Me. No. No. Hear about like, but nope. that's no. my point. That is exactly how it felt when people were fan. Yes. No. There you go. It's not Mr. Feeny. There you go. Bill Cosby is your Mr. Feeny. You heard me. Like for for who Bill Cosby was to us, Mr. Phoenix. is Oh my Feeny God, to oh, that's you. horrible! Yeah, that is horrible.
2: For that real. probably is a
3: good comparison, honestly. But yeah,
2: uh, yeah, I was more than Okay, now see, I'm not gonna lie. Like, obviously, like I think it's horrible, and it's like no, like that's he should be. That's wrong of what he did. But the
1: did, react- was, did you just throw a butt in there? It's yeah, horrible. I think it's the There's sentence. no butt. No, that's it. no, it's not that. Yes. Those are terrible I, things but, he did. There's no point. No, you
2: guys all had like it's a, a deeper emotional, like yeah. really hit from it, and yeah. I and I didn't, right? Because
1: so age just think defense. of Mister Feeney so you can understand. Oh, that's horrible. No, yeah. Just saying.
3: See, no, that's I think Cosby so- already kind of aged out and wasn't really doing anything by yeah. the time that you were consuming media, Anthony. But yep. yeah, no, uh, really, he. Yeah, I when I was a little kid, the Fat
2: Albert movie came out <laughs> with Keenan yeah. Keenan yeah. Thompson. Yeah. Oh, oh I remember that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yep.
3: I forgot all about it. The live action film, the live action documentary.
1: Yep. Yeah. And Fat Albert. Um. Yeah. So, uh, so his his star got defaced. Do you think they're gonna do what they did with Trumps and just remove it all together here soon? Well, didn't
2: they put a little wall or a little thing around? Trump's? No, they actually ended up removing his. Now they just took it Trump's out. Trumps is yeah,
1: gone. They, they, the whoever the the board is voted to, to have it taken off, and they took it off.
2: I think they'll I th- they'll vote to take it off. I feel.
3: Yeah, here's, here's the thing. Like, if, let's say, uh, isn't he going to trial now? Isn't that happening now? Uh,
1: I thought it was done. I thought he was found guilty, wasn't Is it? it? I thought it was found, it? yeah, no, he was found guilty, I thought right? it was too, yeah. Unless there's another trial to, like, further it. Well, I know oh, no, there he's was... A, he's there, expecting there, to be sentenced. He's waiting on the sentencing.
3: Okay, because there were, there were a lot of accusations. Like, a lot of women came forward. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot. I mean, to the point where, literally, I heard... Uh, I can't remember what the show was, but somebody's talking about it. If you think about it, he could be the worst serial rapist we've ever seen in our history that we know of, which is really strange. Right, because cause these the, are the women
1: who remember.
3: Right, yeah. Yeah, and, and, he was, and this is terrible, and I feel so bad for those women. I mean, what are you going to say to them? It's crazy. But, but I say uh, after he gets sentenced, I think that's 100% grounds to take his star out. And that yeah. feels weird yeah. for me to say because when I was a kid – I loved this guy. I thought he was amazing and really funny.
1: Yeah. Crazy dude. It is he's gonna be he's he was already convicted in April. Uh, and he's expected to be sentenced on September 24th. It said that there was three different times that this happened in 2014 amongst the uh, allegations. Now, did you know that the how the, why this came to the fore? Because this came out way back in the 70s, I think, or 80s, and it got hushed up right away, immediately. Right, yes. uh, and do you know how it got brought back to the forefront again? How? Uh,
3: another a comedian made a joke about it on stage.
1: Hannibal Burris. What? Yeah. Hannibal Burris made a, a joke about Bill Cosby on stage sa- talking about how he, he he you know did that or something and people yeah, were everybody kind of
3: knew it. Yeah, everybody kind of knew it was a, it was a thing. There
1: was everybody uh, started laughing and then he was just kind of like this is for real people. He's like this is not even a joke. He goes if you go home after my set tonight, go home and Google it. Bill, Bill Cosby rapist, and you'll find out. And so that made people really go and Google it and really see, like, holy shit, he really did. Like, like this kind of thing really happened. But you know what came out? I think it's even before that. Uh, is on 30 Rock. There's an episode of 30 Rock where Tracy Morgan's character, Tracy Jordan, is refusing to come to work. And so uh, his boss, Jack Donaghy gets a guy from accounting to come in and do impressions to try to get him back. And he, and he says, you know, why don't we get him to do Bill Cosby? Because he sounds like Bill Cosby. So he gets there and he's like, hey, Tracy, it's Bill Cosby. You need to come back to work. And he's like, Bill Cosby, how dare you talk to me like that after you did so what you did to my aunt Shirley back in 1970? Whatever. Like he just goes off to oh, on him on the, on the speakerphone. Uh, and Jack just hangs it up real fast. But that was like – one of those times when they just brought it up with nothing like for real people don't forget this happened.
3: Yeah, a, a very well, it's not similar, but it's kind of in the Whoa. same vein. The Louis CK stuff. Oh yeah, dude. What? And, and he and he just came into the news again because he did another stand-up set after being gone for almost a year. Yeah. Uh, but uh you know, he was Louis CK was one of my favorite comedians. I'd seen him live. It's one of the best comedy shows I'd ever seen. I thought the dude was really, really funny, and I loved a lot of the stuff. He Like, his show was really good.
1: Yeah. Did you watch the, all the show, like all the episodes?
3: Yeah, I've seen them all. They're very good. So
1: do you remember that episode where he was with his friend, that girl, and he just kind of goes overboard where it's almost like he could have been physically putting himself on her? Remember that episode? It was yeah. very, yeah. very uncomfortable, but that was apparently part of his way of like admitting like this because a lot of his that, that show is is partly biographical you know autobiographical yes. so that was his way of kind of like addressing that that was a part of his past kind of a thing and that messed right.
3: up yeah it's very messed up uh it's but like i didn't know any of that stuff at the time like i didn't know this yeah. was a thing he same did. here yeah and but apparently it's well not apparently it's true he admitted it uh, that you know he would force women to watch him and while I don't think, this sounds weird, I hate qualifying anything, but while I don't think it's near as bad as being raped, that sounds way worse to me, it's still not something like if, if he had done that in front of somebody I cared about, I would have been very angry. I know that for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, you're making somebody that I know or care about really uncomfortable or uneasy or scared even. Yeah. Because uh, the issue here is, because I mean, a lot of comedians that I've heard are kind of make light of it, which I get, yeah, that's their job, but they'll be like, oh, he just jerked off in front of a girl, who cares? But if you think about it, like he was the number one comedian, I would put him in a top three easily. He had a lot of weight that he could throw around. He was a very uh, powerful comedian. Yeah. And if he like, if let's say, uh, Chris, let's say you're going into comedy and your favorite comedian who you've looked up to starts being weird with you, what are you gonna do? Right.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> exactly. No, like even as not even go like podcasting. Could you imagine if some weird stuff happened with Kevin Smith? Yeah. You know yeah. or you yes. know what I'm saying? Like it'd yeah. be like, "Wait, what?" It's yeah, it's weird. That's why
2: when the yeah, stuff but- with Ben Affleck and everything came out how he reacted to it was very or with not him. It was um Kevin of Smith in the studio. Weinstein. Weinstein. That's why I was like what he did next was very big to to me. It's yeah. good and it uh, good,
3: but Side note uh Kevin Smith is looking really good now. Holy crap, right? Uh Yeah, he, yeah lost,
1: he lost a lot of weight. He totally did. He lost the 50 pounds that his doctor told him he had to, and now he's going to be working out and shit and doing, like, all kinds of stuff. So it's going to be kind of weird to see they Kevin changed? Smith, like, buffing out, huh? The Fat Man? No, it's
2: called Fat Man Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> because he said that. That's so because productive. they don't ta- they don't talk about Batman anymore. They don't own the license to Batman. So he want. So he did a public annou- uh, thank you to Warner Brothers for never uh, issuing him a cease and desist order. Using the word Batman yeah. in his titles. Yeah. He goes and on top he goes. He goes. We're moving forward because you know that was the fat man on Batman. He goes. We're going past that now with his whole body change. That's awesome but the new the new logo was cool it's like the fat man with like him and Mark's face but now they're wearing like the Beyond goggles like it's like the red slits from
1: Batman Beyond mm-hmm.
3: that's pretty great I like that name a lot' I don't
1: know samesies
3: sames
1: so uh so yeah that's some weird stuff happening and I did see I did see that thing about Louis CK uh yeah.
3: yeah Oh yeah just to let everybody know the reason I even said that and then thought of it is because what can't what happened yeah he, he showed up at a comedy club in New York, uh like, unannounced. He wasn't announced to be there and did a set, so.
1: Yeah, and, oh. and because I guess when all this happened, and back in October he said he was stepping away, he's going to take a long time away to kind of really listen, you know, yeah. and, and not really just come out here. uh because he admitted it wasn't like he denied anything. He admitted what he did, you know, and said, "Yeah, I was right. stupid, yeah. and I did those things, and I know it was wrong, and I don't know what was wrong with, you know." It's 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 a sickness of whatever that is, uh, but he's definitely. Yeah, he, well, let's for just a be while.
3: honest. He, he's a pervert. I mean, it's basically, yeah, yeah. He's a poivet. Yeah, he's a poivet.
1: And we don't like poivets.
3: A poivet detective.
1: I don't like that poivet. That Louis Louis C.K. That poivet.
3: Can't I don't like He says like that all the guy. naughty words.
1: That's the bad stuff. I don't like him. He's a jungle. He's a little jiggler. He pulls this thing out and he jiggles it at you. I don't like that. A little
0: a jiggle, 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 jiggle. Like keys to a baby. <laughs>
1: Good Lord. Uh, you know what? I was going to bring it up on here. Originally, I was going to bring this up on History Creeps this week, but I just thought I want to talk about it tonight. Uh, I found a, a weird little factoid out today. What'd you find out? I am going to give you. Uh, Three things to choose from, okay? Okay. Of these three things, which one are you more likely to die of rather than being killed by a shark? Okay? So oh, of these fun. three things, one of them, you actually have more chance of dying of this than being killed by a shark. I swear to God of it's jellyfishes or velociraptors. All right. So the first... Velociraptors. <laughs> so here we go. You ready? Yes. Uh, beds. Okay. Falling out of bed. That's the first one. Oh, that's different. Okay. Okay.
3: What did you think was just a bed that was coming to murder you?
1: <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> there's many ways it could have killed you. Vending machines.
1: Falling out of them or just in general? <laughs> or being left-handed. So which one do you think you have more of a chance of dying of falling out of a bed uh, being left-handed or vending machines than you do being killed by a shark.
3: Chris, I need your help. I am being attacked by a vending machine. <laughs> Yowzes. You're on your it's, own, buddy. It's killing me.
2: I'd help you, Johnny, but... I only have a left hand, so I can't. So you think I it's, think le- it's a, being a left, left hand, lefty?
3: I think it's left-handed, too. I believe I heard this before. <laughs> As a Listen, matter of fact, all three of these
1: things, you have a better chance at dying with those than being killed by a shark. Really? So, 450 people die falling out of beds in the United States each year. Well, I mean, they're not saying how high or tall the beds are. It doesn't matter, be. yeah. Well, you could if fall a specific way, maybe, and just that's it. Knock your head on something.
3: I mean, I've slept in some pretty weird positions. How tall are these people's beds? They got to take an elevator to them?
1: Well, I I bet you're going to regret taping those blades to your shoes.
3: Well, yeah, but I'm doing it anyway. (laughs) And then
1: you roll out of bed and kill yourself. Oh, okay. Uh, Let's see. Vending machines. Between 1978 and 1995, 37 people were killed trying to get a snack from a vending machine. That's an average of two point eighteen deaths a year, which is way more likely than a shark attack. How many? How many? What's the average death
2: of a shark attack?
3: Can't be more than one a year, then. Really? What's the average death of a shark attack? I am trying to make your <laughs> sense out. But
1: the movie Jaws showed
3: a uh, whole different. What story. was the other
1: one? Left-handed. Here you go. Some claim that two thousand five hundred deaths are caused every year when left-handed people attempt to use products designed for right-handed people. Uh, isn't that crazy? It is, it is a true statistic yeah. that it that you can't confirm that number, but it is a true statistic that left-handed people are five times more likely than right-handed people to die in accidents.
3: Well, that makes me sad. I got friends who are left-handed.
1: So here's the rest. Here's the other weird things. Jellyfish. Jellyfish can claim the lives Sweet of up to 40 God. people each year. That's not funny.
3: I told you that shit is
1: terrifying. 24,000 people are killed by lightning
3: each year. Yes. And I live in a state that's one of the worst ones for that. Struck so. by
1: lightning, I know. Uh yeah. hippos.
3: Yep. Hippos claim
1: yes. the lives of two Yeah, bells, don't mess with a hippo, man. Twenty nine hundred people worldwide. I don't uh, care how hungry they are. I was about to say that things. hungry hungry shit's no joke. No. Man, that's
3: terrifying,
1: man. I'm gonna give you uh a leeway of fifty over under, okay? Your number closest without going over. How many people, Anthony, do you think Die annually from autoerotic asphyxiation. Ooh. That's choking yourself while you're getting Oh, off. I, about, oh I know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he was quick to be like, Oh, I know. Oh, oh I know. I'll book it up. <laughs> I've seen the videos. Over
1: under is 50. You're, well, no, no over. You're not allowed to go over. 50. You're, you're the closest you, you know, closest without going over. How the many? Price is right
3: style. Go being
1: ahead. Johnny. Yeah. How many do you think per year? 3900 wait no 3390 390 Johnny how many do you think die per year from auto erotic asphyxiation $1 and anthony went closest without going over 1000 <laughs> 1000 people, <laughs> people a year shit goodness that. yeah wow uh how's the, how about this one here um forget the red rider bb gun falling icicles kill about 15 people in the u.s each year i've been i know that fear i've had that happen almost uh do you get much snow johnny have you ever gotten i mean i, I think you guys get a little bit of snow here and there right well Please. every year we
3: usually i'm closer to the mountains anyway where i'm at so usually we get two on average big snowstorms a year probably uh we get a lot of little snows every once in a while but so, do, yeah, do you we deal
1: do. with the icicles, that deal?
3: Yes. Yeah, it gets cold here. It gets really cold.
1: All right. Yeah. So, uh, interesting. I'd like to see uh, That sounds like something for that's odd. You know what I mean? Textual We twine. get a lot of yeah. Icicle we get a death. lot of
3: sleet here. A lot. <laughs> we get sleet more than snow. Oh, so. yeah. Uh, let's see
1: here. How many people would you say are killed yearly by an ant?
3: By Dude, ants. Oh man. Oh, man. By answer my mom's sister. Okay. My mom's sister. All right, how many times would I think she'd kill me? (laughs) (laughs) Probably a lot. I mock her constantly. (laughs) I know she's tired of it. (laughs) So 30 people per year die by, I'm sorry,
1: 50. Yeah, I can see it. How is this one? 100 people die annually by being scalded by hot tap water. Die Mm. from scalding from tap water? Yep.
2: Isn't this crazy, yeah. dude? You gotta go out of your way to get scolded by like, kit- like tap water.
1: These are all just kind of crazy deaths. Uh, but the ones that I read earlier said something about them with the sharks. This one, three hundred and fifty-five a year by ladders. Any of them? See, w- that,
3: yeah, that would make sense because people fall off ladders all the time.
1: How about this? About twenty Americans each year die from cows. They're huge. I mean, they're big. If a cow plans to sit on you, you're just going to be sat on. It's funny that both of you guys both went to the physicality of it and not like some sort of disease from the cow. Oh, you meant like right. meat,
2: like eating it and
1: just getting sick that way? Just saying that that immediately both you guys talked about physically. And you're right though, it's from blunt force trauma. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, when they it's say crazy.
2: cow, do they mean a, like a milk
1: like a cow or a bull? Cow.
3: Okay, <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to say a milk cow. I'm pretty sure it's what you are about to say,
1: the milk ch- cow or a cheese cow or yeah, was a butter cow? cow,
3: cheese cow, mm-hmm. butter cow, the Wh- chocolate kind of milk cow, cow? the here? chocolate
1: milk cow. <laughs> How many people would you guys say? Uh, and again, I'll give you, I'll give you a range of 50 over or under, a uh, hundred over or under. How many die from tripping and falling at home?
3: Oh no, tripping at home. This number,
1: tripping and falling at home. This is scary to know this number. I trip and fall a lot. Yeah, physically, too. dude. Physically. At work, I was tripping going up the stairs and caught myself. Go,
0: oh yeah, shit! Face
1: planted on that metal step. Dude, I've done that almost.
3: I, I've yeah. done it. Literally, I've
1: done it. Almost six thousand people die, dude, from tripping I o- and
2: falling. I almost fell. No, I fell because I was trying not to step on one of Chloe's toys on the stairs, and I like fell down, like screwed it on like three steps, and I
1: was like. Oh shit, like that almost went bad. I right. broke my leg. I'm going to give you guys five uh, five more, okay? Okay. All you right. guys tell me, you put them in order one, two, three, four, or five. Uh, which ones you die the most, like what, the order of deaths. Highest deaths. So the, deaths most, to the less. highest deaths are are, are the number, or, or yeah, on top. Okay. Get it? So like shark attacks are yes. like on the bottom. Well, just tell me which other ones you think are, is the highest deaths Got it. of the top five. Ready? Champagne corks. High school slash college football, mosquitoes, coconuts, stoplight intersections. Which one? Which Ooh. one of those Ooh. do you think is the number one? Go from that rank cork, football, mosquitoes, coconuts, or intersections. Which has got the highest I'm death? Going from mosquito. I'm gonna- you say mosquito. I-
3: I'm gonna I hate to say this, but I'm gonna agree and I'm just thinking it's Mosquitoes number one.
1: That is correct. That is the number yeah. one. What do you think the number two answer is? Go on, Johnny.
3: Well, the top two to me makes sense to be Mosquitoes and the uh intersections.
1: Yeah. Intersections. Very good. Now this is where it gets harder. You ready? Yeah, this gets tougher from here. Number three Coconuts, football, or corks. Anthony. Football? What do you say, Johnny? Coconuts. Coconuts is number really? three. Yep. So, okay. Johnny, which one's number four? Is it football or corks? Champagne corks.
3: Uh, Man. I'm going to assume football. That's taking a wild guess.
1: Nah. Really? Champagne well- corks kill 24 people, whereas football claims the lives of 12 annually.
3: How... <laughs> I don't want to mock anyone who's lost their life, but how how does a to a cork. That kill you?
1: Yes, it does must. It, it's got to hit you in your temple or your head a specific way.
3: Yeah. You would think. Or,
1: I mean, or does it like one of these like weird? kiwi herman contraption things like it hits one thing it bounces off like the frying pan shoots across the room hits a glass that falls over and it spills <laughs> a bunch of water and you know in the meantime the, the cork goes flying and knocks a lamp into that water and electrifies the room and then you come step it you know what i mean
3: yeah it's gonna be some kind of weird uh contraption like this
2: happen as <laughs> i say you try to use a knife to cut off the cork and you accidentally let go
1: of the knife and it... <laughs> How many how many people a year do you think die from the mosquitoes?
3: Well, this is a good one. 30,000. Uh, so the issue the issue I think it's going to be a really high number, Anthony, because yeah, especially in other countries, they spread disease like crazy. Right. Uh I'm going to go I'm going to think I think it's numbers in the thousands. I'm going to go uh 4,000.
1: I'll give it a million. To
3: mosquitoes to-
1: 800,000. Wow, 800,000 is estimated. Totally the thing is, s- is, there's so many countries and so many places where we can't tell if they're dying from that. So the chances are probably in the millions, but it's 800,000 from what they know. There is a bonus one here for you.
3: Oh, sweet. I want to win.
1: Uh, how can we do this? Oh, you know what? This is what we'll do. Anthony, you're going to ha- oh, you know what? I'm going to turn off your headphones so you can't hear Johnny. Can you hear me right now, Anthony?
2: Yeah, I can. Oh, I can hear you. Yeah,
1: on the headphones. Nope, but okay. I can hear you. So, Johnny, you ready for this? Yes. How many people? How many total people have died, as a result of sharks from Sci-Fi's Sharknado?
3: Oh man. Okay. I want to assume this is like, how many movies have there been. Can I ask questions like that? I, don't uh, I, I believe. I believe it's
1: only the one. The first movie. How many people oh, die only- in the first movie?
3: Okay, uh, I'm going to go with. I've never, I've never seen it. I'm going to go with 25.
1: Okay, I'm gonna, Don't, don't say it again. I'm going to bring
3: Anthony in. Got gotcha. you.
1: All right, Anthony. John okay. gave us his number. Hold on.
2: Oh, right. I can hear myself again.
1: <coughs> He's given us his number. So, of sci-fi's Sharknado, how many people in total were killed by sharks? 142,000. The correct answer is 16. That's it. We were looking for 16. I'm sorry, gentlemen. You guys are not going home with a prize pack. Uh, Really? uh, No parting gifts. As a matter of fact, you pay us or you're locked in here for the rest of your lives and you got to battle to the death. All right. I got this Uh, shattered piece uh, of glass.
3: (laughs) Well, I got this cork. (laughs) Oh, shit. Chances are (laughs)
1: Anthony's dying.
2: <laughs> do you have a bottle to shoot that cork out of?
3: I'm not going to tell you I'm shooting this cork. I'm going to stick it up my butt and just blow out my mouth.
2: Wait, <laughs> that doesn't make
1: sense. I'm
2: going to put it in my butt.
3: I'm going to bend over, aim my butt towards you. and Then I'm going to do this. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, what? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: did it bounce off the wall?
3: I do that in a circus, too.
1: <laughs> so that's what that's I'm bringing to the table. Name. That's my that's my talk for the night. Death.
3: That was I bring impressive. death to the table. Did you did you guys hear about... There's a new thing. It just, this just happened this week. Apparently, uh, you, okay, everybody knows The Wizard of Oz, right? Yeah. yeah. I would say by far one of the most iconic films of all time. Easily. Well, Judy Garland, her shoes, oh, she had those famous red shoes. Oh, I saw this. Shoes. Yeah, so there were four pairs that were made for the movie. Mm-hmm. One of them was stolen from her hometown yeah. uh, museum, and they were lost for a long time. Nobody knew where they were. There were rumors. I think even the Travel Channel did like a little special on it with that uh, with that one guy who's always going around. I watch his shows all the time. I can't believe I'm blanking on his name, but American uh, Pickers. No, 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 no. He he does like, uh, oh, for crying out loud, Expedition Unknown and all those shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who he, you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, they did an an episode just on this like recently, and there were all kinds of rumors that uh, the people who had stole it had actually thrown them in the river or in a lake, and you're never going to see them again and all this kind of stuff. But no, they actually officially found them as of this week, apparently. After
1: 13 years. Yeah. They were taken from a Minnesota museum in 2005 when someone broke in through a window late at night. Uh, An anonymous donor once offered a million-dollar reward for the stolen pair's whereabouts and the thief's name. However, the reward expired on the 10th anniversary of the robbery. It is unknown if the shoes' recovery is related to any tip-offs. In a press conference on Tuesday afternoon, no specific details were given about where they were found or how. So how do we even know that those are the real shoes? Well, apparently, uh, one of the investigators uh, she actually had wore the same shoe size. So she put them on, uh, clicked her heels three times, said there's no place like home, and she literally disappeared.
3: That's the way to do it. That's was how there she a did it. Really, that's, that's how it was. <laughs> yeah, was there a tornado that came ripping through?
1: And it was full of shacks. Uh, Dude, it, the, the storm was bad the other day.
3: So uh, interesting, right? That's actually <laughs> yeah. really
1: kind of cool. I like that.
2: That's a cool that's thing. That's cool.
3: So that's a mystery that's been solved. It's always good to hear those. Right. This was a solved Uh, mystery. Yeah. And the Wizard of Oz just has all kinds of uh, stories behind it like crazy. You know, like like one of the things I found really fascinating was that the Wicked Witch, everybody said she was actually the actress who played her, was incredibly nice. Yeah. Yeah. She was a very sweet lady. Yeah, and the rumor is the the lady who played the other witch, who, the nice witch, was Glinda, the yeah. opposite. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I heard that too. It was funny. Uh, yeah. Here's a couple of little things about the ruby slippers on this uh, BBC article. The the, shoe, the shoes are covered in about 2,300 sequins each. Holy That's shit! That's a lot of sequins in the, in, yeah, the you uh, in the Wonderful Wizard of Oz. Bomb someone there in the Wonderful Wizard of Oz. Frank El Frank bombs nineteen hundred book on which the film is based. Dorothy wore silver shoes. They're not red ruby. However, MGM mm. Studios chose to turn them bright red to show off the new Technicolor film techniques. That's pretty cool.
3: Yes, that's I never awesome.
1: knew that. In 2012 actor Leonardo DiCaprio was named as a leader of a benef- uh, benefactor in a group of movie lovers who bought one of the pairs. It will be displayed at the Academy Museum of o- uh, Motion Pictures when it opens in Los Angeles next year. Uh, in the fourth known pair is owned by a private collector who bought them from a Tennessee school teacher who won them in a 1940 competition. Can you imagine that winning the the, the original pairs in just some competition? Uh, actress Debbie cool. Reynolds was also once given some ruby slippers from the movie but they were used for screen tests and never worn by Garland. They sold for more than 500,000 at a 211 uh, 2011 auction. Could you picture wow. like the missing pair and
2: like being a part of that like black market like dark web like auction sites been like I really want some
1: ruby slippers, guys. The third pay, the, the other pair uh, before the fourth went missing, the third one in 2016 the Smithsonian who owns it. raised more than three hundred thousand dollars to restore them how do you restore them just get nicer sequins i think or clean like what are you using
2: three hundred thousand dollars to restore them for like
3: i I, it's history technically yeah so i guess maybe that's probably why i do remember when i was in middle school and one of our big trips was to washington dc and you know they got all those museums up there Mm-hmm. And one of them had the had one of the pairs of the red slippers in there, and I remember that as a kid, so this I mean, it is, it's, it's historical. This is so
1: big, dude, that the FBI tweeted five hours ago, tweeted. This is their tweet. A pair of ruby slippers worn by Judy Garland in the 1939 film The Wizard of Oz and stolen from the actress's namesake museum in Minnesota more than a decade ago has been recovered. They're announcing it. The FBI. Damn! There you go, dude. Yeah, Judy Garland was. A, she's an American treasure, dude. She's one of these women who, like, she has a storied life. She has famous. Is a famous family. Uh, I didn't know this. Yeah, I really don't lot, know much a about lot her of history in that. In, in, in with Judy Garland. Hmm. And even even the fact that Wizard of Oz, the movie was groundbreaking. You know, the fact that it was using color was insane. Could you, you picture knowing not knowing that that was about to happen? Dude
2: sitting there in the theater you don't know, you don't know what to even expect do you
1: feel like when you watch that film cuz like i'll watch films that are older and it feels older but i don't feel like wizard of oz feels 1939 i think it's a
2: fairy it's a fairy tale that just it's timeless right? yeah
3: i think it really benefits cuz i still remember watching that movie the first time and like it's in black and white at first, yeah. And you're like oh, this is just an old movie, yeah. And all of a sudden, after the tornado, she wakes up, and everything is just bright, amazing, eye-popping color. Yep. And I think that moment just makes you, just takes you, and makes you realize that maybe this is something different. This is not just an old movie.
1: That's the moment you cue Pink Floyd's song "Money." So really, just as yeah. the doors opening, the the, yeah, the song the kicks in.
3: I've never done. Have you ever
1: done it? I've never. Oh, done it. Oh yeah, that. there's actually people have the YouTube's already done for you. It's already synced up and everything. So really? what you're supposed to do is you take a Dark Side of the Moon, uh, a Dark Side of the Moon, and you take Wizard of Oz. And I can't remember exactly how it is, but at the beginning when the MGM lion ro- roars, I think he roars three times or twice or something like that. But I think it's on the second roar you're supposed to hit play, and then supposedly the music kind of coincides with what you're watching because there's there's a scene in it from i forgot the name of the song uh but there's a woman who's like singing and she's just doing like all this noise the way she's singing her vocals are going up and down and like swelling and crazy and it's while the tornado's going in the background and it kind of like really goes with it but when it gets to the song money if you've ever heard the song money uh, the yeah. song starts with the opening of cash registers, the, the ching, 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 your money and all that stuff. And just as the door opens and this, the color's there, that's when that that kicks in. And the symbolism is, is back then, I mean, it took a lot of money to go from black and white to color in those days. So it was like there's that symbolism in there. There's a song called Us and Them. And when she's uh she's with the the good witch and and the munchkins and stuff, uh, every time it said us us, it was like the camera was on the munchkins and like Glenda or or uh or Dorothy, and every time it said and them, it cut over to the wicked witch, and so it kept going back and forth. It works, uh, but then if you know after it's done, it's there's still more movie left. So
0: yeah, but it's cool. So it's, was, it is very I, cool. It's a cool I thing.
3: I found this article. And it just it lists like a hundred. I'm not obviously I'm not going to read a hundred, but it lists a hundred like famous missing items.
1: Oh,
2: and, really?
3: Yeah. One of them that really stood out to me, and I don't I can't believe I didn't I didn't realize this was JFK's brain. Yeah. Wait. Yep. Oh. Yeah, his brain was key evidence. Obviously, everybody knows he was assassinated. Uh, his brain was key evidence, but apparently, it went missing in 1965. And the rumor was that his brother Robert, who also was assassinated, by the way, uh, had it buried to stop it to stop it from being put on exhibition. But nobody knows for sure.
1: Oh my God! What would you guys do if oh, you ever man. came across like uh, somebody saying that they were selling piece of his brain? How much? That's that's really what you would say. <laughs> You'd say how much? With humor? <laughs> no, in real life, like he like legit. The dude's like, well. That's JFK's brain. That's a piece of his brain. You want it? I'll sell it to you. How much? So you would really do that.
2: I mean, I'm not going to use it for my own pleasure, but like I may like return. like I, <laughs> I, I may <laughs> take that and then and I'm glad go you told to us. a was my nice was. museum and be like, hi, hey, I have something to donate. It should be in the right place and that's in someone's house.
3: Just and you're chilling be like, in the backyard. I've already, I've already used this brain for my own pleasure and now it's time for years. Yeah. Nobody else needs to use this for pleasure now.
2: What kind of pleasure are you referring to using a brain for, Johnny?
3: You're the one who said it.
2: Um, I was thinking about this earlier today. And I figured because I have both the <laughs> use
1: transitions. <laughs> um, it's
2: because you guys are both older, I realize. Have you ever gone back and like thought about advances in like technology? Well,
1: I what don't know if it is for your what generation is because what, is, what is this right now? Because I was no, trying to let him do it. This is Chris. This is him sitting at the Chris. feet of the Chris. wise men. Let me go to Chris, the, I'm the old guys. You. Let him do this. Let me, go to the, let me go to the old guys and see well, what no, they I say. Well, I just
2: realized I, I'm looking back at my childhood, just I'm thinking about
1: weathered. Well, worn and weathered. Travel the road of life, and
2: as I was texting a friend, and I'm like. I don't remember when texting first came out. I just kind of remember cell phones and then just texting was just there. And I'm like, I wonder if there's other technology that I didn't realize appeared and I just remember it being there. Kind of like texting. I don't remember them
1: introducing texting.
2: Do you guys remember Uh, that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What was it
1: like? I. It was like, oh, cool, you could text on your phone, but there was no such thing as typing your numbers. It was where the numbers are, are the letters are on your number, uh, typing your the letters, too. but the letters are already on there. So if you needed, like, a specific letter, you had to hit that number so many times till you got to it. Yep. Yeah. And God yep. forbid if you needed to hit something where they also tied, like, uh, punctuation marks to it, and you passed the letter you needed on accident, you're like, motherfucker, and you have to keep hitting that number over and over till you circled back around to what you needed.
3: And before so- we had that, we had uh, AOL and Yahoo Instant Messaging.
1: Yep, Instant Messaging. I remember that. Before oh. that was our texting. Before that, Johnny, were you part of the beepers? No, I know what you're
3: talking about, but I never had a beep, okay. Uh, beeper. Okay, beeper and so pager, we were the had, same thing. Yes,
1: we had pagers, yeah. Yeah. and you could send messages on pagers either by punching those that number thing, uh, or uh, it was a lot of times it was codes. So like if you wanted to say, I love you to the, and your person you were with and they had a pager, you type one, four, three, I love you. One letter, four letters, three letters.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. Like Which was Mr. Uh, yeah. Rogers favorite number. By it way. was nonsense. It
1: was nonsense. Things like that. Uh, uh emergency was nine one one. Obviously if you got that page, you have to call that call them back right away. Um, huh. yeah, dude, it was that that was a way of communicating because I just remember before texting. I remember being a, can I remember the instant messengers
2: on my like AOL. I remember having Do you remember Morse name. code,
1: Johnny. Remember when we did Morse code
2: back in the
3: day? Oh, you mean.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. Whoa, I didn't think you yeah. cursed, dude. I did not know uh, only, you cursed. Only in Morse code. Okay. Yeah, because only in Morse <laughs> code. It's, it's rare.
1: It's rare yeah. that people so understand. So Anthony, that. I got
3: one message for you, buddy. You. <laughs> He's literally beeping you're the Morse beeping. code.
2: Oh man!
1: Because
2: um, like, I remember having a phone as a kid, and then I kind of had a phone, and just you were able to text. I don't remember texting being introduced. I just remember texting was a thing,
3: and I was like, I never even, was, I never even got a cell phone until I was in high school. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, because they were. Uh, that's when they actually started becoming a thing that everybody had. Was when I got into high school. It
1: always blows me away to know that I know what life was like before internet. There was no such thing as internet. How did it, they? There was same, no such say, thing.
3: At all.
2: Like when that came out, like with someone like this, the internet. You're like, what the fuck is the internet?
1: Kind of. It was kind of like we under. Well, we understood computers. It's not like we never grew up with computers. You know.
3: Right. Uh, I mean, we all played Oregon Trail.
1: Co- computers were a thing, uh, but then. But then there was the idea that it could be connected and it could be connected to another computer with information. So that was just how you learned it. It was kind of like that there was all this information that was just kind of shared on these centralized whatever that you could access. Uh, So we grew with it. That's why it's not like the way you see the Internet today is not the way it always was. Mm -hmm. So it's not like we got this and it was like bringing somebody from the 50s to 2018 and saying, behold, magic. So that's why to us it wasn't like, holy cow, what is this? Because it wasn't this. We had to grow yeah. into this, like mm. we had to evolve into what we have now, and we've been so with it the you, whole time. Thank you, Al Gore. Thank you. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs>
0: well, Al Gore, Al Gore man of the internet. You didn't know he invented
1: the internet? <laughs> Who? Al, Al Gore. No. Did You better, did he, you better did he go really? to school, man. You better learn yourself something. Did he really? Oh my gosh! Learn a
3: book, man. Yeah, learn a book.
1: Uh, <laughs> do I read it to learn it? Um, nope. So yeah, so like that—that's the thing. Like I—I I remember when there was no such thing. There was no there was, that didn't exist. Google, you know, if you needed to find out something, you like say you were doing and you—you you needed information for a project. Yeah, encyclopedia.
3: Yes, That's yes. How you got I, yes. your information? There were people who used to go from house to house selling
1: those whole volumes. They would sell volumes yes. of encyclopedias. Because My
3: parents bought bought ones bought someone. People time.
1: did because it was a way yeah. of getting knowledge and learning more things. Yep. Encyclopedia. Because for some reason we trusted the people printing that stuff. They we were like, yes. sure, whatever they're telling us is true. This has to be true. Were they ever Who just, knows? I don't know. Fuck if we know. We really? for every single thing we know as a society could have been somebody's joke about two hundred years ago, but we've been reading all these texts and and different writings that we believe and things, that, we you know, that we've his, all as a society just kind of gone off the the deep end and not realized it you know it, it's a possibility the, yeah. but uh but yeah dude like you need the
3: victors write the history when you That's needed to look up
1: a, a book in the in in the library you didn't go to a computer to look it up you used no. the catalogs. So those little catalogs have little cards in them. Yeah. And in there, there's a specific way that those cards have information published. You can look at the last name of the author, the first name, the book. But there was numbers, the card catalog number. And it was called the Dewey Decimal System. Do you remember this, John? Yeah. You know, I, I, see, the thing 100%. is, I know, I've
2: known the Dewey Decimal
1: System because I've gone to a computer, looked up, found the number, and then go find the number. So this is how you did it, but by hand, looking through every single one of these little cards. And index cards till you found the book you needed. Then you find the number, you pull it out of that thing, and you bring it, bring it up to the b- librarian. She takes care of it. And at the end of the night, she takes a stack of all these little cards that were handed to her throughout the day, and has to go back and put them exactly where they belong. in every single one of these little card catalogs. So they, like, that
2: was the point. Like that was the job of a librarian back in the day.
1: The librarians were very important people. They still are. They still custodians yes. of knowledge, my friend. Const- That's
3: true. That's true. <laughs> so, um. I have a I have a question. Yeah. Uh, let me set this up by, by this true story that, that I... I love
2: Johnny setups, by the way. Go on.
3: ...that I was a part of, as in it's all about me, this true story. Uh, yester- no, the day before yesterday, I really wanted some honeycomb cereal. So I got a bowl out, and I poured me some honeycomb cereal, poured in the milk, and I went along my merry way eating said honeycomb cereal, and I ate it all. And then, it was after I'd already eaten this said cereal that I discovered that I'd somehow accidentally eaten this cereal out of the dog's bowl.
0: <laughs>
3: Sorry. So, my question is: Now, let
1: me ask you this real quick before we move on. Okay, sure. Where did you grab the I'll, bowl from? From the dishes in the
3: sink. Yes, so you, did I you was not a, aware. So was,
1: it, was there a rinse out here?
3: I was not aware that said... Okay, also let me say this. I don't have a dog. Uh, I'm watching my grandma's dog as she is out of town. So- <laughs> uh, said bowl had been washed and placed among the other dishes. Okay, so it wasn't so, dirty. So it, okay. No, it was clean. Okay, it was clean. Okay. It was a clean bowl. Uh, but still, the realization mm-hmm. of what I had done... And I'd eaten every bit of that cereal out of that bowl.
2: Did you drink that, uh, all the milk?
3: Of course, I don't waste milk. It's uh it's does your body good. And uh, so my question to you guys is, what's something that you've done that you later realized <laughs> uh that was not what you thought it was and and you were completely shocked and in horror like this was to me.
1: Oh man, I don't think I've ever had anything that bad. I've had a couple times. Like, I'm not a beer drinker at all. Uh, And I remember one time at a party, me and my buddy were playing darts, and I was drinking out of it was like a Zima or some shit like that, some nonsense drink. Uh, Yeah. And without looking, I reached down, grabbed the bottle, and took a a huge swig, and literally almost vomited because I can't stand the taste of beer. Uh, I've done that. I don't think I've ever I, done I, anything like which, which that's,
3: I, I can top that Chris. And I hate that I can, but okay. w- one time, uh, my, when I was a kid, uh, I think I was a teenager by this time, but my dad used, thankfully he doesn't do this anymore, but he used to be a tobacco chewer. And if you chew tobacco, you spit it in bottles. That's what you do down here in the South anyway. Oh God. And so,
1: oh God.
3: Oh. Johnny, so, my father
2: falls asleep while having a lip in, so I feel your pain completely.
3: Okay, well, feel this pain. He uh, spit in a Sprite bottle. The only soda that I've uh, probably ever drunk mostly has been Sprite. And I thought that I'd gotten a Sprite out, and I went to grab it, and I took a giant swig. And just so you guys know, the instant that... <laughs> I mean, literally, the instant... Oh. God. That tobacco spit juice touches your mouth, you vomit <laughs> violently.
1: I feel like I'm gonna vomit violently right now. I've washed
2: many <laughs> cups, glasses, of dishes, <laughs> stuff with chew spit. Yeah,
3: yeah. And once I once I brush my teeth with Neo uh, I once, <laughs> so I once used that.
1: the wrong toothbrush. Like I used my wife's instead of mine.
3: Yeah, yeah. I can see that happening. It's kind of gross. Pretty easy to do. Yeah.
1: That. People think it's kind of why should that be gross? Because you kiss, but it's different. Like these yeah. bristles literally dig between your gums and teeth and, and get
2: down garbage in garbage and gunky yeah. stuff. <laughs> get that gunk out of there! No yeah. thanks. I mean, I, I've taken yeah. the drink from other people's drinks on accident without thinking about it, or take like cute, not like like take like take swigs. Like I'm at work. I remember this. I was once at work at out in Lockport at Walgreens, and I had a pop. I had a Coke, but either a uh, can or a bottle. I put it down. I walked over and grabbed the grabbed the grabbed the Coke again, and I took a swig. And I realized, like I remember the instant going, "This is a can," or it was bottles, vice versa. And I going, "I didn't have this before," so I took someone like I took a swig of Coke, but it wasn't mine. But I mean, ah, uh, oh. Uh.
3: So also, uh, one time, oh, uh, just just so everybody knows. Uh, my dad's an awesome man still is but <laughs> back when he used to chew tobacco uh, we were all in the car we were on a family trip to somewhere i, th- I can't remember. i think we we're going to a movie or something but it was during the summer this is before we we had a car with the air conditioning or any of that kind of stuff so all the windows were down and my dad was chewing tobacco and he was driving through the parking lot and he spit out the window and it went right right into my eyeball
1: <laughs> that's disgusting
3: and it stung, and I still remember it to this day. <laughs> oh,
1: dang, that's nasty. Yeah. yeah.
2: And once, oh, I God. once accidentally ate a little flake of the chew. Nothing like to Johnny Standard. And as a little kid, that was weird. Yeah. That hurt. That it burned. Hurts. It burned. I remember. Gross. I remember as a kid. I remember this like weird like because does the he does school mint, mint, and it was. It's just I remember this mint, like minty, like toothpaste taste, and then it was just peppery burn, and I was like, "What?" And I spit it out as a kid. and I was like, "What the fuck was that?"
3: You know, tobacco used to be really huge. I don't think it's near as huge now, but it was so big, <laughs> where like these companies would like, you know, they'd put their names on the side of NASCAR cars. Yeah. Like uh, I remember my one of my grandma's favorite drivers was Harry Gant. That's a great name, by the way, and uh, Skull. Like uh, yep. sponsored his car. It was green and everything. NASCAR has some great drivers. Remember Dick Trickle? I do know that name,
1: Dick Trickle. I used to it's, date a girl whose yeah. dad was hardcore into NASCAR.
3: Really? Yeah. Dick Trickle's the greatest NASCAR name of all time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I could never get into NASCAR. I really couldn't.
1: Like I don't care if you can get
3: into it, but you can get into some Dick Trickle. <laughs> I was always,
1: I always was a big fan of Ricky Bobby.
2: Doesn't Dick Trickle get into a lot oh, of yeah.
3: people though? <laughs> it's it depends thing. on. I, I don't like your type of humor, Anthony. Good
1: lord! I don't this like is not the time that of, kind of a show. Yeah, I don't like the type of humor e- either. We're out of here. We're done. I'm clo- I'm, yeah. I'm shutting the shades. Shutting the shades. I'm never going to be the awesome show off. again. Sh- 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 Chris, show your mouth. Sh-
3: sh- Chris, talk to me later.
1: Before we go, I wanted to ask you something, Johnny. Uh, this is for wrestling fans out there. This is because I just really want to know this right now. Uh, so you saw all in. Yes. What a we what a, what a pay per view right? I mean, what a show!
3: Yeah, the whole show was fantastic. <sighs> God, uh,
1: he man. had me watch the. Um... So your stand. What's your standout match, Johnny?
3: Oh, this is tough. This is really tough because each I felt each match had at least one moment mm-hmm. that made it stand out for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, even I, I. mean, I would argue the weakest match was the very first one, and even it had some moments that stood out. Right. So I don't know. That woman's match was very, very, very good uh oh my gosh i'm gonna i'm either gonna i think i am going to go with the very last match of the night just because i thought all those guys had really good chemistry together and i saw some really awesome fun moves it wasn't so it, it
1: wasn't because Rey mysterio came out as wolverine
3: they helped a little bit cause i thought that was just cool <laughs> and i'm not even a wolverine fan but i thought that was awesome it was very cool i was just like
1: wait yeah. wolverine i'm done i'm done
3: so yeah it's tough though. There, I mean, I could argue that I really the Cody Rose match for yeah. what it meant yep. would probably be up there too for me. I mean, it just kind of meant something in the history of wrestling. Oh, for so. sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, that's it if you want to hear more on Johnny's thoughts uh, on uh, all in if you're a wrestling fan check out our other podcast hardly Kayfabe. it's kind of a sister show to hardly awesome except that show is awesome and uh, we discuss <laughs> <laughs> we discussed Spot this trash with you yeah. <laughs> we discussed wrestling dude overall it was probably I we did we witnessed and you got a chance to watch it after the fact but you've witnessed it now history literally history was made because they changed the game with that uh, oh yeah they maxed out. I guess the the place they, they were at hell holds ten thousand plus the, all the folding chairs they added. They they it was eleven thousand six hundred and thirty six people. I think uh, sold out show. I didn't see an empty seat. I didn't either. Everyone made sure they were there for it. Like the yeah. literally yeah. every seat was full. Um, everyone was into it. What a great crowd uh, and what great performances. I mean, I think you could go through and find maybe five in total botched spots
3: yeah there are a few botches but you're going to have it's that so it's so rare it was so rare dude yeah. it, was,
1: it was so good and fluid and, and beautiful and th-
3: yeah and there are a couple things I could probably, and would just be complete nitpicks honestly yeah, yeah. so yeah
1: sweet alright dude I can't and wait I'll to save, talk about I'll it I'll save that
3: for Harley k yeah,
1: I was going to say I can't wait to talk about it so if you guys want to listen to it check out Harley K-Fabe same network BICBP-radio.com we've also got t-shirts uh, for sale there on the store check them out Uh, Got some new shows coming your way here soon Pretty soon we're going to have Just website exclusive content as well So keep an eye and ear out for that Other than that Johnny Townsend thank you so much for joining us Thank you Johnny for jumping on Sorry for putting you through the trash That is hardly awesome
3: I appreciate it (laughs) (laughs) Yeah
1: you better appreciate it Thanks so much for coming man It's always a good time (laughs) talking to you my buddy
3: Uh, Thanks Thanks, my
1: duty Alright my duty Uh, Anthony Yes. Shut your mouth. See you next week, Pete.